Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Did you forget what day it was? I did. How are you? I'm good. Excellent. You look good. Thank you. You smell good. I appreciate that. Not that anyone else can see. No, but I do. I smell good. Yeah, you do. All right. Um, Disney Parks blog. Uh, Run Disney events are returning to Walt Disney World this fall. That's right. Beginning the 2021-2022 race season. Um, they will be back on site at Walt Disney World. So uh, what do we have coming up? We have the Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend powered by Aftershocks uh, coming November 4th through the 7th of 2021. The Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend, January 5th through 9th of 2022. The Disney Princess Half Marathon Weekend, February 24th through 27th. And then the Run Disney Springtime Surprise Weekend presented by Otterbox. On March 31st through April 3rd, 2022. Um, they may have some uh, COVID guidelines changing before they return to on-site running. So race weekends might not have everything they've had in previous years. Right. Um, Disney will continue to update everyone through their rundisney.com site. And uh, they're going to bring some new opportunities for the runners. Um, and that is the Run Disney Springtime Surprise Weekend. Uh, and that's going to be different race themes and distances every year. Uh, during the Princess Half Marathon, they're going to be doing Disney Princess Sunrise Yoga. Uh, <laughs> they're still going to continue virtual races, though, because that's just another way to get people to pay the entrance Absolutely. fee and get, the uh, get their medal. And then they will be doing uh, Just for Kids races each weekend during the event. Um, oh, I'm sorry. The, the Run Disney Kids races will become Run Disney Kids Adventures. And instead of just running, they're now focused on health, fitness, and fun. All right. So, yeah, lots of stuff going on with Run Disney. That's good um, for that to be coming back. I know a lot of people look forward to that. So. That's right. And if you're not a runner and you plan on going to Disney World, try to avoid those weekends. Yeah, they are really, really busy. Because I believe each race weekend brings in about an extra 70,000 people. Yeah, they're yeah, busy. Very big. All right. Um, Disney and Pixar's Coco is coming to Mickey's PhilharMagic on July 17th. Tell That's, me more. They're adding a new scene, so it sounds like they're not deleting anything. Okay. Um, but they are adding a new scene based on Disney and Pixar's Coco. And do you know what musical number is going to be added? Uh, no. Un poco loco. Okay. Uh, so that is going to come to Disney California Adventure and Disneyland Paris on July 17th. Uh, did you mention it's in Mickey's PhilharMagic? Yes, I did. Okay. I'm sorry, I wasn't listening to you. Uh, and then it is going to be added to the Magic Kingdom uh, in Walt Disney World later on this year. Uh, so it's going to combine the humor of Donald Duck with the upbeat music and characters from Pixar Animation. And uh, that's uh, that's the story. So it's it's a new that's you know, nice. that can opportunity use, for some 3D stuff. That can use a little updating. It can. Magic. It's the kind of thing that like, you see once and it's cute. You see twice and you're over it. If you you see, see it, it three th- times, it's just torture. You see it a third time, it's because it's super hot outside and you just want to get yeah. into some air conditioning for 15 that's, minutes. That's totally true. That said, I don't think we've done that in five years. Probably not. Yeah. So it'll be nice to have something added. It'll give me a reason to go back and see it. In Disneyland, uh, Mickey's Mix Magic Fireworks Show had a test on June 30th. That's right. Fireworks don't return to the Disneyland Resort until July 4th. So they did a test run of Mickey's Mix Magic uh, on June 30th. There were people in the park for that. So it was, uh, I guess, a soft opening. Okay. Uh, you know, but people were in. Um, looks like the pyrotechnics spotlights and lasers all worked. 
Uh, people were very excited. And, uh, you know, things are returning to normal. Yep, a little at a time. But mm. they're moving pretty fast, I got to say. They are. So that's great. Um, among the uh, advances back from COVID is the reopening of the Matterhorn. Very excited for that. They are fully opened as of July 2nd. Uh, they had a, what they call a soft opening on July 1st, which uh, was just a test to ensure that the attraction and their procedures are operating properly. Okay. And then a couple of more things reopened in Disneyland. The Silhouette Studio and the Briar Patch. Yeah, the Silhouette Studio uh, has reopened in California. However, there are no artists. So it's opened, and I guess you can look in, but you can't sit down for a portrait. That's not very open. And the artists will be returning. Yeah, why would you bother opening it? Uh, Now, in Walt Disney World, they've got people posing for silhouettes again, which is nice. They have been for a little while, right? Because they were were doing it through the pandemic, but with like photos. Yeah. Yeah. I believe once the masks came off for guests, they reopened it for uh, business. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, All right. And then the The Briar Patch? Patch. That's right. The Briar Patch is a gift shop over by uh, Splash Mountain. And uh, this is one of my favorites just because it's kind of. I love the roof of the building is actually uh, yeah. grass and yeah. sod. That's neat. Um, so they are reopened. So you can buy all of your apparel and hats and maybe some dry clothing after you've ridden Splash Mountain. Absolutely. And the single rider line is back at Indiana Jones. That's the story in and of itself. All right. There is a new Legacy Pass holder retro popcorn bucket now available. You know, considering they're screwing the the – Legacy pass holders over. They keep bringing back special legacy pass holder merchandise and 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 whatnot. And the latest is the legacy pass holder retro popcorn bucket, which is available for nineteen ninety nine. Um, it doesn't feature Mickey or Minnie, but it does have uh, on one side uh, an AP uh, annual pass logo, and then on the front of the bucket, it has a old school Disney castle uh, look to it. I like this one. It's like an it's like a square popcorn bucket, like right. like a normal popcorn box, not a popcorn yep. bucket. It's like a popcorn box, but it has a strap, and obviously it's made out of that more heavy-duty plastic, sort and, of teal with stripes. And then it has pictures, kind of like old-fashioned pictures of the individual lands of Disneyland. I like it. It's nice, but when you look at the size of that person's hand, that's really a small container. They're all too small for they are. to really fit the popcorn in them. Uh, I need like a, a, a trash can size bucket yeah, of popcorn. Agreed. Uh, let's move over to California Adventure. Smoozies has reopened. Schmoozies? Schmoozies? Schmoozies. Is that what it's called? It's called Schmoozies. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and they sell smoothies and shakes, and they have reopened. Uh, that is across uh, the street from the Animation Academy. And uh, stop in there if you'd like to get a nice, uh, nice cool beverage. All right. Across the country in Walt Disney World, Disney is providing details on early park entry and extended evening hours. Yeah, this, uh, I I don't know about this, but let's give the details first. Uh, Starting October 1st, early park entry will give resort guests uh, an extra half hour per day to get into the parks, and it's all four parks. Extra magic morning hours used to be one park, you know, on select days, uh, but now they're going to do it... um, for all the parks, in order to get in early, you have to have a valid ticket, an annual pass, 
and a theme park reservation for that park on the same day as early entry. Not an, you don't have to have an annual pass. A park ticket, valid ticket, or annual pass. Okay. And right. a park reservation. And a park reservation. Okay. So that is that. Um, the other news <laughs> is that if you are staying in a deluxe resort or a deluxe villa resort, on select nights, you will get extended evening hours. Uh, those will begin in early October with specific dates and parks to be shared at a later time. So that is very similar to when they used to do the extra magic hours in the evening. It's going to be a select park mm-hmm. uh, on certain nights. Right. Uh, once again, you need to have a valid ticket or annual pass and a theme park reservation for the same park on that same day to experience the uh, extended evening hours or a park hopper option. Okay. As long And you have to have entered that park earlier in the day. So if they have extra magic hours in the Magic Kingdom, your park, park passes for Epcot, you can go to Epcot. And then once hopping starts, you can go to the Magic Kingdom. And then you can go back for extra magic hours at the Magic Kingdom. But if you start out in Epcot, you can't leave Epcot at closing, even if you have a park hopper ticket, and go into the Magic Kingdom. You have to be in the Magic Kingdom before their official closing time. At least have gone in during that day. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. So thoughts on this. What do you think? You know, I used to love Disney because when they debuted their fast pass system in the early 2000s, everybody got the same amount of fast passes. Well, first off, it was the paper kiosks. Right. So, so it was just it was, a matter of getting it there was and getting it. Open playing field. Right. Level playing field. Everybody had the same opportunity. It didn't matter where you were It staying. just mattered how fast you could get to that kiosk yeah. and get passes distributed. Yeah. Then once they went to the FastPass Plus, which is digital, everybody got three fast passes. Everybody could make their reservations on the same date, and it was great. And then they added an option for people staying club level in the deluxe resorts where they could purchase an additional additional number of passes uh, for each day they were they wanted them. And that kind of, okay, you know what? That's a very small percentage of the population. Because you're in a deluxe resort and it's a club level room. Right. So maybe it's 50 rooms, 100 rooms per resort. Right. Now you're saying that everyone in every deluxe resort or every deluxe villa gets those extra hours in the evening. Yeah. Well, you're you're jumping now. You've been talking about fast passes and now you want to talk about extra hours. So well, they've they've now taken and they're no, the the playing field is no longer level. When when they used to have extra magic hours, you just had to be a Disney resort guest. Right. So they did them in the, it again, that's slowly evolved just like fast passes have. So it used to be nothing. And then they had morning and evening, uh, extra magic hours that alternated days. You know, they were set days, but it, you know, changed depending upon the day of the week. And that was only for, uh, Disney World guests. Mm-hmm. So if you were off site, that didn't apply to you. Then they started doing, they kept that. But they started taking away some of the evening extra magic hours. Those got shortened a lot. Right. And they started adding the paid parties in the evening. Uh, so they would close a park earlier and have these these extended hours. And they were quite expensive. So I feel like that's sort of more where we're going. And then they did the same thing for the mornings, too, where you yes. could get in two or three, yes. or two hours earlier and they gave you that buffet breakfast. Yes. And so, yeah, they were making these premium, ex- premium experiences which wouldn't be so bad, except they were taking away some of the times that they were doing these extra magic hours. Right. So that's where the problem came in for me. Um, now, with this new offering, I like that it's 
that they are going to have every morning for every park a half hour early for guests. For I would guests. prefer that to where they used to open like much earlier, but only like a select park, select days. I'd rather just have that half hour. Right. It gets you in before everybody else to get in those lines to get that first part of the day. You know, so really you'll have like a good hour before anyone else is really in right. the parks um, to sort of bang out some some of the major rides. So that's great. The evening stuff. I don't know. It depends where they're going to go with it. The deluxe resorts are very expensive. All the resorts at this point are expensive. Yeah, value resort is, you know, some parts of the year, $230, $240 a night. But That's at that same resort. point, when the value resort is $230 or $240 a night, how much is the deluxe? Seven or 800 Exactly. So you're paying $500 more a night to stay in the deluxe. If they want to give some sort of perks to those people... I get it. I don't think that that's necessarily wrong or bad. You're giving a little bit more value to these very expensive resorts. But when they turn around, and this is going to be the next thing, and start offering to allow other people to go to those extra times in the evening and charging people for it, that's when I'm going to start to get annoyed. My problem with it is you've got, you know, this is a benefit that you used to give everyone. Right now, you've taken it away. You've given it to the deluxe resort guests. You're taking away the extra magic evening hours. You're taking away the magical express. Oh yeah. You know you're you're continuing to remove perks and increase the cost. There is no value anymore no. to a Disney vacation. No. There is magic. There is fun, but there is no value. Right. It, you're you're paying too much for what you're getting, and you know I think it's a great experience, and in the expensive park tickets. I hate how expensive they got, and I think it's ridiculous, but you can make an argument for it. Right. But for everything to go up as much as it has, right. for the transportation, the free options to all go away, it's it, the price of a Disney vacation has doubled in five years. Mm-hmm. And people aren't going to be able to do it anymore. Or, you know, you just have to take less trips, or, or they're sacrificing other things in their life. Um, we certainly can't go as often as we used to. Right. It's not, you know, we would be able to throw in a, a couple, you know, two or three extra trips in a year when a special would come out or low airfare would come out. And um, I think we tried to do that during COVID, which we were able to. So that's why we got to go down there a lot. But now that everything's reopened and flights are, you know, high and there's really not specials at the hotels anymore, it's right back to being way too expensive to travel down there. Once we get rid of these damn kids. Well, that certainly yeah, that'll, that'll be a little help. easier. Yeah. Uh, all right. So... That was the big story, I think, in the past couple of days. Not as big a story, but still super important. The crane at the Tron Light Cycle run has been disassembled. Yeah, and this is uh, this is big news. It's been there for a couple of years now. Um, it's uh, it's probably been in more pictures than the uh, magic uh, than the, uh, the lights, than, uh, no, crane? Than, than the crane for the castle. Um, Finally, you know, it did its last bit of work last week where it used, uh, lifted part of the framing for the re-entry tunnel uh, to the Tron light cycle run. Um, but it has now been disassembled and is off-site. All right. I'm sure it'll be nice to not have to look at that anymore. All right. The Barnstormer has gotten a fresh coat of paint. That's right. It's uh, It's gotten a little bit of update for the great Goofini. Uh, they have updated some of the uh, props. The queue has gotten a fresh coat of paint. And, uh, you know, it, it looks nice. It's going to be all shiny and new or newish looking. 
Um, cause it's, it's, you know, it's very, it's bright. very ratty. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, but, but like. The new is nice. The new is nice. The yeah. old is very worn. It is. Yeah, it was. It's a lot of the spaces, pace, hmm, places where people would touch as you're walking along right. have gotten pretty grimy. Um, the ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, um, intro has been removed from the fireworks announcements. Yep. And this is something we saw earlier this year happen over in Tokyo. Um, and as Cheryl mentioned, they have removed ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls from the happily ever after pre-show announcement. Uh, and they have repl- replaced it now by simply stating, good evening, dreamers of all ages. Uh, this is to promote inclusivity. Um, that's the story. I'm sure I'll get used to it, but this makes me so sad. Like, it's just the introduction that I'm so used to, and it just gives you those warm, fuzzy feelings because you know what's coming. It's just right. a, part, a part of the experience. And like I said, I will get used to the new introduction, and I think people who, you know, young younger people who haven't been there a ton of times and had that sort of ingrained in their memory will find this new um, announcement to be just as magical, but you're definitely taking something away from the people who have the memories of the old announcement. But it makes us all one. I mean, We're I mean, all I, dreamers. I'm, I'm all about the the uh, the message behind it. It's just, you know, on a personal level, it's a little sad to see that go. Uh, in Epcot, half of Plume, Plume of Paulette. Plume et Paget. <laughs> Paulette. It's, it's a store. It's, a, it's the perfume store. It's a perfume store in fr- in the France Pavilion, and half of it has been closed. That's right. well, half of it has been cleared of product and closed. Uh, and uh, you know what they're probably going to put there? Um, I don't know. More merchandise. What are they going to put there? Oh, a bathroom? Ratatouille merchandise. Oh, all right. Yeah, that makes sense. The Space 220 restaurant has a scheduled opening date. Do we believe it? Uh, I believe this is opening date 15. Yeah. Um, It is now supposedly uh, scheduled to open on October 1st. I will believe it when I see it. Exactly. Cast members had a preview of the Epcot Forever um, show on June 30th. That's right. On the 29th, they got a special showing of the fireworks in the Magic Kingdom. Why did I say June 30th? And on June 30th, they oh. got a special preview of Epcot Forever. Oh, okay. So two separate sets of fireworks. That's right. That was the final dress rehearsal. Um, the park closed to guests at 11.30 p.m. Uh, I'm sorry. At 11.30 p.m. is when the test happened. Um, and, uh, you know, exciting for them to be able to see something. Um, that everyone's been waiting a long that, time yeah, for. Yeah. Awesome. In Disney Springs, uh, near and dear to my heart, the new cookie of the month flavor at Gideon's. Oh, and it's not just cookie of the month. It's oh, also not. cake of the month. Oh, I don't like their... I, I mean, I haven't tried their cake, but it does not excite me. Their July flavor of the month salutes fruit. This is the cookie? The cookie. Mm-hmm. Well, both cookie and the cake. Do you okay. know what that flavor is going to be? Um, strawberry. It is the key, the chocolate chip key lime pie cookie. Okay. And the key lime pie cake. Uh, the cookie is a vanilla bean cookie dough infused with Florida key lime juice and covered with chocolate chips and special key lime pie crumbs. And the cake is a three-layer vanilla key lime cake with tangy key lime cream cheese frosting and house-made graham cracker crust accents. Uh, normally, these uh, flavors would be available July 1st through 31st, but because they are part of the Disney Springs Flavors of Florida event, uh, these key lime flavors will be available through August 12th. All right. They sound good. 
I feel like I need to make a trip down to Florida once a month just to get the special flavors. If you can find the airfare, you can go. Just bring me Although back I a chocolate I feel like they cookie. would probably stay pretty well. Like, they stay for a day. Oh, yeah. I just need someone once a month to FedEx me a couple of cookies. Do you think Jason still listens to the show? I'm sure he does. All right. Yeah, he'll FedEx me cookies. It's going to be some expensive cookies, but I feel yeah. like it might be worth it. Uh, let's see. Where are we here? Um, in resort news, characters are going to be making some surprise visits to resorts during the 50th anniversary celebration. That's right. As part of the world's most magical celebration, uh, the Fab Five is going to be visiting the various resorts in their new iridescent uh, outfits during the 50th anniversary celebration. Uh, the character cavalcades that were visiting the resort became very popular during yeah. the pandemic. Yep. Um, so the Fab Five, as I mentioned, will be visiting uh, during the celebration, which takes place uh, beginning on October 1st and continues for 18 months. So that will be well into 2023. I have to say one of the highlights of uh, my stay at Saratoga Springs, what, a month or two ago, was seeing, well, who was up there? Uh, Goofy and Minnie? I did, I, did I miss this? You did. We were by the pool. Oh. You, I showed you pictures. We were by the pool and they were um, up on one of the balcony areas. They stayed for quite a while. They were there for maybe 10 or 15 minutes. He was just sort of waving at everybody down at the pool and... It was just fun to sort of, you know, catch a glimpse of them and then, you know, watch them up there. They were just, you know, waving and... Having fun. Yeah. Uh, Isabel was surprised that Goofy takes off his hat. He has huh. that ability. He was taking off his hat and waving it around. Excellent. So, yeah, that was fun. So it's nice to see that they're going to try to keep that. Um, new discounts for Florida residents and annual pass holders have been released. That's right. Uh, let's see. Annual pass holders and Florida residents will get discounted rates starting July 7th. Uh, annual pass holders get an early window right now. Uh, and, um, you know, it's a summer discount. It's a room only offer. Uh, select rates at select resorts. Um, let's see. It's for stays most nights, August 8th through September 4th. Uh, booking window is from July 7th through September 4th of 2021. Okay. In Disney Cruise Line news, the cruise terminal is beginning phase two of enhancements. That's right. They did a bunch of work while the pandemic had things shut down. And now they are starting phase two on cruise terminal eight. Uh, and a lot of this is going to be improvements to the customs and border protection area. Uh, and that is the result of a security assessment that was done earlier in the year, determined they needed some changes. Yikes. And some deferred fa uh, changes from phase one such as the concierge waiting area uh, expansion is going to be happening. Uh, this was approved during the June 30th Port Canaveral Commission meeting. Uh, let's see. They're going to be doing things like replacing the stainless steel cable on railings, um, the baggage area, uh, the areas being repainted and refurbished. They are adding additional pier-side restroom facilities and other minor updates. It is expected to be completed by March 1st of 2022 at a cost of $2.9 million. Wow. It is budgeted for $3 million, so they've managed to save a $100,000. <laughs> Woo! Of course, by the time cost overruns come, it'll be at $4 million. Yeah, exactly. In entertainment news, a new Simpsons short is premiering on Disney+. Plus. That's right. Uh, Simpsons Assemble might be the uh, word for this, because oh. do you know what this involves? Avengers Assemble. This new trail, this new short is called The Good, The Bart, and The Loki. Haven't we talked about you quizzing me? Yeah. <laughs> it will premiere on July 7th. 
Um, and it involves the god of mischief, who is Loki, Loki coming to Springfield, uh, where he runs into Bart Simpson. Loki will be voiced by Tom Hiddleston, and he will enlist the help of another notorious scoundrel from uh, Springfield by the name of Bart Simpson. Uh, this is inspired, uh, there's some new artwork inspired by the poster for Marvel's Avengers Endgame and gives us a look at some of Springfield's heroes. Oh boy. I think my favorite is uh, Ralph Wiggum as the Hulk. Yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> All right. Um, there are two new trailers that have been released for the Jungle Cruise. That's right. They are dueling trailers. Uh, the first trailer released uh, was hosted by Skipper Frank, uh, portrayed by The Rock. Okay. Dwayne Johnson. Yep. Uh, and it gives you the movie from his point of view. And the second trailer was uh, introduced by Dr. Lily Houghton, who is portrayed by Emily, um, Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm. And that is the trailer of the movie from her point of view. Okay. So interesting that they've provided two points of view on the trailer. When is this thing coming out? Um, this movie is due out on... Like the end of July. I was going to say June 30th. No, that's not no. it. July 30th, okay. 2021. All right. On the big screen. I mean, we've been talking about the Jungle Cruise coming out since pre-COVID. Yes. We've been talking about Black Widow coming out since pre-COVID. I just remember the Jungle Cruise more. I don't know why. It was very, very close to being oh, out. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. was Black Widow that close to being out? Yes. Was it? Yeah, it was Maybe April. Maybe I just didn't care. I don't know. It was April for Black Widow and June or July for Jungle Cruise. All right. I don't know why the Jungle Cruise sticks with me. I think we must have maybe we did more stories on it. I don't know. But uh, I just feel like we've been talking about that one forever. Let's talk about international Disney news. Um, you want to get started with what's going on in Tokyo? Sure. Tokyo's got a bunch of ride refurbs coming. So if you're planning a trip to Tokyo, you uh, might want to be aware that between now and January 2022, some rides might be getting refurbed. Uh, Mickey's Magic, June 25th through 30th. Hey, that's over already. Uh, Plaza Pavilion Character Greeting, July 1st through September 14th. Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, July 2nd through 21st. Enchanted Tiki Room, July 10th through 15th. That's a short one. Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters, July 13th through 15th. Small World, July 20th through 29th. The Beaver Brothers Exploration Canoes, uh, June 24th through August 31st. Haunted Mansion, August 21st through 31st. Jungle Cruise Wildlife Expedition, September 1st through 18th. Gadget Coaster, November 24th through December 13th. Donald's Boat, November 24th through December 13th. Castle Carousel, December 14th through 24th. And Splash Mountain, January 25th through February 13th of 2022. All right. All the people going to Tokyo in the next six months all, are super all excited. None to of you that. Uh, listening to this show. <laughs> uh, and uh, even though there are some refurbishments coming, uh, Tokyo Disneyland will be getting a new show beginning today, July 2nd. And that is called Club Mouse Beat. Uh, and that is. Uh, that is going to be in the Fantasyland Forest Theater. All righty. We all set with Tokyo now. Uh, let's see. Oh, and even though we missed it this Easter, mm-hmm. um, Mickey and the Yusapayos are going to be meeting people in Easter Harbor. Uh, the Yusapayos are the uh, Easter bunnies. Easter bunny oh, chick combination. They're, uh, they're, they're kind of cute, but yeah, that's funny. They're, they're, they're like bunny a, ears. They are <laughs> uh, I guess they're very popular, so uh, <laughs> it's funny. they're going to be doing a holiday overlay of the Mickey and Friends Harbor Greeting, uh, which is pretty funny. And <laughs> I, I, need, I need some of those next Easter. Do you? Absolutely. 
All right. I believe that is all of the Tokyo news that we have. Okay. So then let's go to Paris. All right. Uh, on July 1st, the Disney Junior Dream Factory premiered at Walt Disney Studios Park. Uh, and that is a new show that was scheduled to begin in the spring of 2020. Uh, they completely rebuilt Stage D uh, for this uh, performance. It's Mickey and Minnie who are joined by Fancy Nancy, Timon, and Vampirina as they try to restart the Dream Factory machines. That's interesting that those characters are popular in Paris, too. Right. In France. So that is uh, that Paris has a lot going on. Well, uh, they're good. also gearing up for their 35th anniversary, I think. Mm-hmm. Um there's also a new photo op with Spider-Man at Superhero Station in Disney's Hotel New York featuring the art of Marvel. And uh, that's it for Paris. Okay. How about Hong Kong? Hong Kong has a new show coming up called Follow Your Dreams. That is their new castle stage show. Uh, and managing director Michael Moriarty uh, gave a look at that on his Disney's uh, Instagram account. All right. Neat. Is that all you have for Hong Kong? That's all for Hong Kong. And then lastly, we're going to talk about Shanghai. That's right. Shanghai is experiencing their fifth anniversary, which is the year of magical surprises. Uh, And they have some surprises set for June 24th through August 31st. Uh, They have summer entertainment performances, trendy summer-themed products, and refreshing foods and drinks. Uh, Let's see. On Mickey Avenue... uh, Disney beloved Disney friends will greet guests in their summer themed outfits. Um, they will also have a cast, a team of cast members called the surprise squad where you will get an opportunity to spin the Disney surprise wheel on the Pepsi E stage to get gifts and summer themed products. Oh boy. Very funny that Pepsi is a sponsor over there. Yeah. Uh, in addition to that, they will have farmer Al splash around, which is a water play experience in the Disney Pixar toy story land for some refreshing uh, water play. And then the highlight of the fifth birthday celebration is the Illuminate, a nighttime celebration show in front of the castle, which is fireworks, projection, and magic. And then uh, guests can purchase a limited edition afternoon ticket, food and beverage ticket. Uh, that gives you afternoon park admission starting at 3 p.m. and a coupon for 20 yen off a dinner combo meal and soft drink upgrade. Nice. Yeah. Are you all set with Shanghai now? Uh, oh. One more? One more story. Okay. The first tree has been planted at Zootopia Land. And that's in Shanghai? That is at Shanghai Disneyland. I'm go they to are Zootopia putting, Land. They are putting in a uh, Zootopia and, I believe, um, Arendelle. Nice. Yes. We're going to have to get over to Shanghai. All right. Universal News. The holiday festivities are going to begin on November 13th. So I assume they mean the... Christmas Christmas holidays. holidays. Well, winter holidays. Winter holidays, okay. Um, So, yes, the holiday festivities begin November 13th. They will run through January 2nd. Now, the interesting thing is that specific uh, experiences have not been announced. Uh, But in the past, there have been special shows at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, special treats, and decorations throughout the park. Uh, During last year's pandemic uh, celebration, they had the Holiday Tree Hunt, the Holiday Tribute Store, and the Holiday Tour. Uh, as we have announced earlier, they have already begun casting for the Grinchmas uh, aspect of the celebration. Right. So we know we should expect to see some Grinch stuff. Okay, cool. Uh, Kennedy Space Center. They are celebrating the 10th anniversary of the last shuttle launch. Yeah, this is if you've never gotten a chance to go to the Kennedy Space Center, if you're doing a cruise and you get there the day before or you stay a day after or maybe you go down and do three days at Universal and you want to do SeaWorld and Kennedy Space Center, yeah. it's a great day. Um, 
a lot of stuff going on, and they have the shuttle Atlantis on display, mm-hmm. which it's very cool to be able to get up close to that. So uh, as Cheryl mentioned, they are doing a celebration of the 10th anniversary of the shuttle Atlantis's final flight. Um, and that took off from the uh, Florida coast on July 8th of 2021. So they've got some astronauts coming back. Uh, they're going to share their stories uh, while on board the Atlantis from a stage underneath the shuttle. I think the cool thing about the shuttle display is that um, the way it's displayed, there's two levels. You can go underneath it. And then you can walk almost at shuttle level, mm. but the shuttle is tilted at like okay. a 43 degree so angle. So it looks there. like it's just floating there. Right. Um, and then you realize like how, how huge it actually is. Um, they are going to, uh, have this program, which starts at 2 PM. Um, I didn't give a day, did I? I don't know. Did you? That's interesting. <laughs> uh, I don't see a day here. Oh, it's July 8th. So it's, it's next week. Um, it is included in the cost of admission, and uh, if you're interested in that or even taking a tour of the Kennedy Space Center, you can do that at kennedyspacecenter.com. Awesome. Do you have anything else? I don't. All right. Well, we hope everybody has a good 4th of July. Everybody keep your fingers, and uh, we'll talk to you. Will we have a show on Monday? It's a holiday. Uh, I don't know if it'll – we'll have it. Yeah, we'll have a show. All right. We'll, we'll release a show on Monday. So until then, have a great weekend. And I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.